This is episode 104 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. Today, you get to listen in on a conversation that I had in late December with personal wellness coach, Tiffany J. The two of us had a conversation about many things, but one of which is mindset. Have you ever said to yourself, I have to go to work? Well, Tiffany is going to challenge you on that and let you know what the alternative is so you can have a mindset that actually works for you. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Tiffany J. And I am so glad that you are here because I wanted to reach out to you. I was recently on a podcast that you co-host and, um, and I just knew that we need to have a further conversation. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for being here. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself as we get going here? Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me, Cher. I'm so excited to be here. And just a little bit about me. I am 35. Um, I will be 36 in April, married, going on 17 years to my best friend, um, Ricardo J. <laughs> and we have two amazing kids, one biological daughter who is 13. She will be 14 in February. And I. we are also legal guardians to my six-year-old niece, um, who is just an amazing addition to the family. And between both me and my husband, we're basically just serial entrepreneurs. So yeah, just doing this thing we call life. <laughs> well, um, how neat that you're able to bring in, you know, I mean, that's just a really, a really touching thing to hear. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that, that yeah. part of your family Thank is you. someone that you're bringing in as, you know, an adopted one basically to your family. That's beautiful. We both have girls, so girl obsession. I didn't know yours is how old? The thirteen? Did she'll, you say thirteen? Yeah, she'll be Holy fourteen moly. in February. Mine I know, too? right? Thirteen is fun. I have to it's tell so you, fun. they have a lot of hormones rolling around in them. <laughs> oh but, my god! Yeah, we have that in common too. I have to tell you what I love hanging out with my daughter at this age. She is such a blast. And then in a turn of a corner, I can be like. No, you just need to go find some space. <laughs> like, no, mom, you're not cool. <laughs> right. And you know what? You're and, and vice versa, honey. Go on. Right. Go somewhere else. <laughs> like, I don't want to hang out with you 24-7 either. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're really being really 13 right, right. now. Right. <laughs> so, but it's great. It's great. Motherhood is amazing. It is. I love oh it. Oh, my gosh. I, I recently had my mom on the podcast actually she's her episode closed out our podcast and yeah she hearing her talk about how 
amazing motherhood is. And it's just like living through it through her eyes. And I actually get to experience it with her. So I'm with you on that share. Like motherhood is the most amazing thing. It's like the most amazing thing, yet the most terrible thing, if that makes sense, <laughs> all at the same time. It is. It's terrifying. It's like people don't realize, you know, when before you have kids. I recently talked to my sister about this, and we were talking about how, you know, pre-kids, the way you think about things, and then after you have kids, where you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great, and this and that. You're like, it's never anything similar to the way that you expect. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. And and really, I don't know about you, but I learned the most about myself, mm-hmm. you know, through the journey of being a parent. I've grown personally because I care about being a parent. I care about being the best parent for being the best person so I can project that to my child. And it's so many learning moments, you know, that part. in parenthood. What are some of the things for you? that you feel like you've learned as a parent? Patience. And um, I always say this, uh, Jadelyn, that's my daughter's name. She literally is that three to four second pause that I believe every human should have dealing with life um, decisions, situations that, you know, come up before it was just like, I just reacted all the time instantly. And since I became her mother, it's just like, this natural thing that I'm like, how is this going to affect her? I need to make sure that I think Mm -hmm. this through. And it has definitely changed me for the better because, you know, when you're young and dumb and we did have children early, we wanted to make sure we did that. Cause now, you know, she'll, she'll be 18 soon. Like get out of my house. Bye. And we're still somewhat young. But, um, you know, when you're, when you're 19, 20, 21, you're not thinking about decisions really. You're just making them and then thinking about the consequences later. So when I had her, everything changed. And like I said, changed for the better. And she is my little three to four second pause that I believe everybody needs in order to navigate through life successfully. So she definitely yeah. helped me in that way, big time. Gosh, I love that. And and you're so right. It doesn't matter what age we can get so caught up in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be able to pause and say, hold on now, mm-hmm is this really in line with my values? Is this really in line with where I need to be? And it's priceless when it's attached to, you know, we love our kids Mm -hmm. as much as we love our own self, if not more at times, it feels like, you know, so yeah, that's beautiful. And oh, how does she respond when she's heard you say that? Oh my gosh. Does she, has she heard you? Yes. She'll be like, you're welcome mother. I made you a better person. Ah, (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Right. She's like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm just all that. (laughs) I did that. And I'm like, right. You're so 13. Like you said. (laughs) So true. My daughter will sometimes just remind her older sisters. I'm the favorite. Just so you realize. And they're like, please, just because you're the youngest. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because she's the baby. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It's fun, though. But um, but yeah, I mean. I, that's a good reminder to me too, because I feel like we're going into this new year mm-hmm. and I, I have all kinds of mixed messages I'm getting from people. Some people are not excited at all. And I've even gone through times where I'm like, I'm just kind of like, okay, we're going into a new year. Who knows what's going to happen, right. you know? But then, you know, traditionally we're all excited. We're fired up, but I don't know. I mean, I want to have a really humble attitude. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like. I want to walk into this new year celebrating what's gone well, but also have a humble attitude of, you know, 
I don't know. I put a funny post on my Instagram that was just like, everyone tiptoe. Yes, I saw that. It was hilarious. Yeah, but... But the reason it made me laugh is because subconsciously I kind of felt like that. Like, oh, do I do I really have to have a party? Let's just kind of ease into it. But still, we want to take that opportunity. No matter what time anyone's listening to this podcast, we can always renew ourselves, you know. And I was wondering if I can get your take on that with what you've learned. Um, you mentioned to me you're writing a blog about it. So I have to pick your brain. What do you think about like the new year and us setting our goals, if you will? Well, personally, I don't, I've never made New Year's resolutions. I don't believe in them. Um, typically because it's like, why start something that you want to do now in the new year? It's like, if that's what you want to do, and if this is the person that you quote unquote want to become, then just become that person now. Like, why wait? And life is so fragile and unpredictable when we set off things that we want to do, especially if they're like dreams and hopes and, you know, aspirations, life isn't promised. So, and the same thing with gift giving, like if I want to give my children gifts, I just give them to like, I'm not waiting till a specific time or a specific um, holiday because what if they, what if I'm not even alive, you know? So, and and I don't want to seem like, oh, that's kind of morbid or sad, but that is, Honestly, and unfortunately, that is our reality every single day. The one thing we do have is this moment. Exactly. Yeah. So I am a I am a big live in the moment person. I wake up every single day. And when I wake up and I am blessed to say that, oh, I'm alive. I am like, yes, what do I want to do today? What, you know, what is one of the hopes and dreams that I have today while I have this day? And I just, I firmly believe that. Like, and when you put it off and wait, you're already procrastinating. <laughs> So I just feel like that kind of adds to the procrastination. So in this new year to follow, it's like if you have a goal, if you have a dream or you want to start something, start it today. Why wait? Start it today. Mm -hmm. How has that changed you since you've kind of taken on that mindset? Oh, my gosh. Well, all of my friends are forever like, you're always doing something like I've done this. I've done that. And it's just like I've only got right now. So. I don't know about you, but I'm not done living. So I'm trying to live while I'm alive right now. And I don't know about tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. So I'm going to actively work on all of the things every single day that I'm blessed to live and not put them off because it it might not come. So that it's changed my life in a sense to, I think I accomplish my goals faster. Um, Not like it's a race or anything like that, but if it's something like, oh, I want to do this, like when I started my business, my first business, it was on a piece of paper. I will never forget. We were at dinner, um, me and my husband, and we were, I was just writing ideas. And I was like, I think I want to open up my own um, nail salon. And I'm like, what would I call it? Oh, da, 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 da. And I'm like, my favorite movie is Breakfast at Tiffany's. And my mom named me based on that movie. So I was like, oh, ah. let's call it Pampered at Tiffany's. And literally within six to eight months, I had opened it. It was a very successful um, salon until COVID, obviously. But it's yeah. just, it, it's helped me go after every single thing that I want and execute all of my goals. So that's how it's changed me. Yeah, I, I just, it, it never ceases to amaze me when I talk to people like you that have taken on a helpful mindset. And 
the same exuberance mm-hmm. comes out like, oh, it's changed everything, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like all of a sudden you adopt this, this uh, mindset that's helpful. It's in line with, you know, your mind and everything's firing. And then it's like, you just, you accomplish way more, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not because we want to accomplish a lot, but it's like the, just the natural result exactly. of having a healthy mindset. Um, it just changes everything. And touching base on that mindset, like that, in being a personal wellness coach, I really focus on mindset because you change your mindset, it will literally change your, your entire life. And that's how it is. Like people are like, oh, you wake up super early and you're happy and da, da, da. And I've always been like that, but it really is, we have to watch what we say to ourselves out and put it out there in the universe. Because when we're, we have this mindset of, oh, I have to get up and go to work. Well, yeah, that sounds terrible as opposed to really saying what it really is. Oh my gosh, I am alive. I get to get up and go to work because someone guarantee every single day, someone has breathed their last breath and they did not have the chance to wake up and go to work. So when you shift your mind into that, into those gears, oh, you're looking at life in a whole nother lens and it is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and that's such an important message. And I think what we're talking about is far more impactful than writing down a goal. Exactly. You know, because any, we can write down goals, but if we don't have the mental, if we're not in the right mental space, Mm -hmm then that's where it will begin and end, you know, and who knows, maybe that's exactly why the new year's resolutions don't work in the first place. You know, it's, you, it's really important. And I remember when I changed to saying I get to, Mm -hmm. and I just started making it a habit. And now I, even if in the, in the most, the situation that I'm not looking forward to at all, I'll still switch it to, I get Mm -hmm. to, and just those little words, hearing myself say it, uh, over a period of time mm-hmm. has literally changed the way that I view almost every task that's, that's come up that's so and it just didn't happen overnight. It just started, you know, your mind starts to hear you and go, yep, that's right. You get to do this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, even the parenting struggles, mm-hmm. like, no, I get to go in there and be a part of my child's life. Yeah. You know, I get to breathe some life into her. I get, I get to tell her that was off base, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Um, yeah, it's just so important. I'm right there with you. It's so important. I've I've had so many moments that even just like quickly flashed through my mm-hmm. mind where I'm like, you're right on. You're right on track <laughs> with that one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's hard though. I mean, parenting and always staying there is hard. You say you've always been that way and that's good. But what what about when those times are like crazy hard, like do you have techniques that you use or mantras that you say, or what do you do? Um, well, I wouldn't say mantras, but there's like, I am a big affirmation person. Like I do my daily affirmations and um, again, just starting the day off because that puts you in the right mindset, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I do find it difficult, like right now, actually, this is a very difficult time period for me in December. Um, the 29th of this month will mark, I think, 21 years. It's been so long of my mother. I'm not my mother. Whoa, <laughs> back up. That would be, that would be, <laughs> that would be terrible. My brother being murdered. So it's a very wow. hard time for us. And in December, like I've lost my brother. I've lost my aunt. I've lost my uncle. I've lost another uncle. I lost my grandmother wow. all in the month of December and what different periods of time where it was year after year after year. Wow. So December is 
so easy for me to be negative because it's something that has occurred over and over. So my mindset is just used to it, but it's something I actively have to wake up and fight. Like, no, every day it's a new chance of new possibilities. So I am not going to be put into this mindset of expecting something bad to happen. And it's so difficult because I mean, because it literally has happened. Yeah. But we know about our mind as well, as far as like, um, you know, being a a school counselor, Mm -hmm. I've done so much research on the brain in Mm -hmm. general. And I also believe a lot in seasonal, you know, Mm -hmm. when I go about with a child, I'll be like, what else is going on? And I'm kind of looking for a pattern Mm -hmm. because the mind can totally sense that when the you know, when that season is, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it's going to naturally be like, oh, I know this season, this is the season that we're blue, or this is the season that we're stressed, or, you Mm -hmm. know, this is the season, whatever. And I feel like the uh, uh, being aware of that Mm -hmm. is huge, you know, because I think that I run into people that are totally unaware of that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll find a pattern, I'll be like, well, do you realize, you know, do you realize that you just pinpointed like two, three, really stressful things that you normally deal with during this season. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, what, you Mm know? Um, Because yeah, just identifying that is going to help you with that battle big time. Right. And and, yes, being like, because you can plan almost for it. Like, Oh wow, the season is coming. I'm not going to count on it being negative, but I know that I'm going to need to take some other provisions mentally, you know? And you're so right about that. And that's exactly what I do. Like I said, with the affirmations, I am definitely making sure that I read my Bible a little bit more during this time period and, you know, doing more positive things and things that kind of contribute to my well-being overall, mental health. Like it's so important, like you said, to identify, okay, this is the blue season. So I know that I need, I'm going to be prone to maybe being a little depressed or, you know, being anxious about X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to do this to kind of counterattack yeah. that. So I, I like that that point that you mentioned. Well, it's I, I was actually uh, lucky enough to talk to Stephanie yesterday as well, which I didn't expect, but I just, she, we were like, okay, let's do it. And um, we mentioned a little bit about that and, and it made me think about it, how we can, and I don't know, I think that it's a more common than we think in women mm-hmm. where we fall into it and then we make it an excuse. Yes. Like, well, of course I'm, you know, griping at my kids. Mm -hmm. Well, of course I am, you know, (laughs) and then you throw out this excuse. And then I start thinking like, really though? I mean, are we really supposed to give ourselves, will we, do we want our own child to do that? You know, they don't do their homework. We say, well, it doesn't matter if you were tired, there's no excuse for it. You Mm -hmm. know, you get it done. And so not that I want to put an undue stress on myself. I know self-care and all that, but sometimes you just got to say, Really, though, mm-hmm. show up, it's you true. know, show up anyway, because that's this is where you're at and in this is where you're meant to be. So, you know, don't try and let your mind say, oh, but you know what? You're going to be cranky because did it. Exactly. You know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and just being honest, you know, like to your kid, like, hey, I'm going to might be a little cranky right now. It's my you know, I might be a little touchy. Exactly. You know, like why hide it? I mean, I think especially, well, our kids are older, but there's really no reason even for your six-year-old, you know, to say, you know what, this is a rough, this, this month might be a rough one for me. You know, you might see me zoning out a little. Yeah. You know, it's just so important. That kind of reminds me of um, just another aspect, different situation, but kind of dealing with the same thing and how communicating that is so important to your family, to your friends, your loved ones in general. Um, 
I remember the beginning stages of my marriage and again, we got married. I was 20. I was 19. Sorry. I was 19. Um, I was 20 when I got married. So I feel you. So, you know, you're just now, it's only been a couple of years that, you know, I've been on my period. So I'm still trying to navigate through that. And I'm (laughs) like, oh my God, I don't know why I'm so angry around this time. And I would almost murder him every single month until something clicked where I'm just like, you know, I can just tell him like, you know what? it's not a good time this week. So just do your best to kind of stay away from me, girl. And it's like, once I said that, it was like paradise around the house. And I'm like, I should have communicated. Everyone's like, okay, got it. Check. (laughs) So it's the same thing. It's like, if I know I'm going to be in this dreadful mood, then it's like, hey, everyone, you know, this is a, as you all know, this is a difficult time for me. This is what's up. Exactly. So everyone can, you know, be on their toes. (laughs) I know, but you know, it's like we learn that pretty easy on where we're like back up. It's it's that time, but we don't think about putting that in every other, um, you know, every other space. I mean, I forget sometimes when I've had some. Sometimes my days can be pretty crazy. I mean, especially lately. And I have shared with people like there has been. This is definitely by far for school counseling mm-hmm. been the toughest year by a long shot. And I, I always was feeling so unbelievably drained every time I was home, mentally drained, just crazy. And it wasn't until one time I was like, oh, I just need to kind of like figure this out. And I got on a chat room with a bunch of other school counselors and I was just, I didn't even comment back. I was just reading and I'm like, I'm affirmed, I'm affirmed, I'm affirmed. Every one of them from all over the place are feeling exactly the way that I am, you know, that doesn't matter if they're high school counselors, middle school or elementary, because these kids are coming back to school with um, a wide range of things and nothing at any fault of their own or the parents. It's just, this is what we've been through, you know, and very few of them are anything out of the ordinary, even though it feels like one thing after another. And I, started, I had to back up and be like, okay, I need to kind of like be aware. And then I need to let my family know Mm -hmm. because I have been more tired. I have been crashing out. I haven't been. And it's like you said, the moment that we finally do it, then it's like, ah, everyone actually does want to support me. No one's, you know, they're like, cool, we get it. We're not enemies. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. But it's like you realize it and then it's like it takes a minute. I mean, luckily, you and I, we've been practicing this for a while, but I would say that's an important thing, too. It doesn't come overnight, but it is really important that as parents, as you know, as leaders, as as women, even the men that are listening, you have to take check of where you're at and then be willing to be humble enough to share it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because even. We don't know what our, our husband's thinking and they open their mouth and tell us, you know, and it's true. And usually that's, that's like the center of a lot of problems. The fact that we are not mind readers. So it's like, well, I I won't know until you tell me. So, you know, you're right on with that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. You know, I, I, what's helped me a lot though, especially since the pandemic is I've really, really leaned into health and fitness. And when I, uh, when I saw your Instagram, because I was like, okay, I'm going to be on this podcast. Now it's time for me to check everybody mm-hmm. out. And I hadn't followed you until then, but I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right on with that too. What really fired you up to really take your health and fitness and like take control of it? Well, it's something I've been doing about, so I started when Jalen, my daughter was two. Um, I wasn't in a hurry to like 
lose weight right after I had her. And I'm definitely not a fan or a supporter of like the whole snapback um, mindset. Uh, so it, mm-hmm. I just was more into, I want my body to heal natural. And it took nine months for me to grow this baby. So it's going to take nine months to a year or however long that it takes for me to heal and, you know, get back to me. And I was totally fine with that. And then I started uh, working out not to lose the weight. I just started working out to um, just feel better, like health wise, mentally. And oh my gosh, the, the benefits of working out, especially early in the morning, people think I'm crazy. But I'm at the gym at 5 a.m. every Monday, every, I mean, Monday through Friday. So am I. I know. Hey, all y'all can think we're both crazy, it, but it's like, I was there today, 5 o'clock today. Yeah, the endorphins that you get, like, I'm like, yes, this is better than yes. anything. And it's all natural. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I agree. I totally agree. So if any of you guys that haven't tried it, just give it a shot. Because I honestly would have never, I mean, to interrupt you, I, oh, I have no, to say, fine. There was a time in my life where people would think, what? She's waking up early? I mean, that is not something that I would have claimed as, you know, something I do. You know, unlike you, you said your your daughter was pretty young. No, I, this was probably, oh gosh, I want to say maybe seven years ago at the most, which really means that a majority of my adult life, I've been like, no, I'm sleeping until the last possible minute that this alarm will let me sleep. <laughs> But it's changed everything. I I love capturing the mor- mo- morning time, especially to work out. So you're right there too. Yeah. And I I really think it's the best for mothers because a lot of the time, and every mom has experienced this, where you just don't have time for yourself. And that's another thing. I, I focus on the self care, but self care can come in so many, you know, ways through exercising, through eating, right? Through, you know, taking five Mm -hmm. minutes to yourself alone in the bathroom. Self-care doesn't have to be, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's whatever you make it and whatever helps you feel better. So you get up early in the morning. Obviously your kids aren't up that early. Your husband isn't up, up, I mean, up at that time. So it's like, you have this time for yourself. Do something good about, about it, whether it's exercise, whether it's, you know, affirming, whether it's reading your favorite book, or just, you know, drinking yeah. coffee in peace and quiet. After you do that and you feel like you've had that time to yourself, oh, you become a whole different person. And then it makes it more yeah. enjoyable to be around you. And then, you know, you find that you're a better person, a better mother, a better wife. Just it, it's absolutely amazing. If you have, like like you were just saying, Cher, if you have not tried it, gosh, try it. Like tomorrow, try it. It, it will yes. definitely change your life. Yeah, and I I need to look into it further, but I remember hearing some research about um, the sun rising and how it energizes you as you as the sun rises, and I'm gonna have to look into that more. But I think it's true. It's like you feel so re uh, almost like Recharged. reborn, like mm-hmm. the way that you should feel in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I what happened with uh, my husband and I is he was his work is very stressful. I mean, no doubt about it. I give him credit. I am so thankful for the work that he does. Mm -hmm. And I know that it can be crazy stressful at his job. And one time I told him, I said, you know, it's really been helping me. Like if you woke up and just um, woke up for you, you know, like think about that. Like you're not waking up to go to your job Mm -hmm. to do all of those demands that are on you and that you didn't ask for, but it's the job you have, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's different even when you're an entrepreneur than when you work for someone else, it becomes this heavy thing. And I said, you know, if you started waking up early and doing your workout before you go to work instead of after, Mm -hmm. you would probably wake up for you and it would be better. 
And you know, he we've 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 been married long enough to where he was like, you know, you just might be right. And a little, and he tried it. He woke up and he was like, and a few days go by, and I noticed that he was getting off. And before you know it, he's like at night going, oh, I can't wait. Let me get my gym bag ready. Yes. I can't wait. And you know, it was a while later because you know our men aren't going to straight up say it, but he's like, you know what? I think I'm happier at work because I wake up for me. And I'm like. Yes. It really is true. It's like you feel as though I'm not waking up for the demands of my child. My child's not waking up for another hour. Mm -hmm. You know, my I'm not waking up to rush around and make sure they get to work. I'm waking up because this is, I'm doing this for me. It's like a gift. Mm -hmm. And then it goes yeah. into play with that whole mindset. Or I have to get up because I have to prepare the kids and, you know, I have to cook and I have to do that. No, I mm -hmm. get to get up because I'm spending this time and I'm taking it for me. Therefore, I'm going to feel great. It's going to start my day off right. And then I get to take care of my family. Complete yeah. mindset shift. So, oh my goodness. If, yeah, I'm telling you, if there's anybody that tries this and has success, email me. Get get a hold of me. Go on my website, thefocusedmindset.com. Yes. We want to hear about I it. I want to hear, yes. Because, yes, and I'll share it with Tiffany because we, I mean, if it's helped us, it's helped my husband. I really believe that giving it a shot is something that, you know, why not try something new? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and we didn't even think about talking about this, but right? <laughs> I'm glad we did. I'm so it's glad important. Too. It's so important. <laughs> I'm really glad we did. Uh, anyway, like, because, you know, both of us had to go out to the mechanic today and take care. That stuff isn't fun. Let's get real. No, I mean, it's, it's stuff we do, but it feels so much better when we've already taken care of ourselves yes. and, and been all focused. Yes. <laughs> oh, I so agree. <laughs> So true. You know what? Uh, I want to hear more about your blog. You just barely mentioned it, but if people want to read your blog, where do we find you? It is on selfcare. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about my email. <laughs> <laughs> Selfcarequeen.org. That's where you can find okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. have to. I'm going to put that out there too on the on the website notes and stuff because um, I'm in the podcast notes because honestly, like um, I. I want people to be able to find the resources, you know, because people like you, people like me, you know, I don't do what I do. I mean, if I just wanted to do my job and get a paycheck, I'd just counsel. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's all about community. Mm -hmm. It's all about reaching out. Mm -hmm. It's all about, like you said, like I, I connect with you, make, send the, send, send it out, get on and talk to somebody mm -hmm. and bring more people into your life mm -hmm. and have more influence in your mm -hmm. life that's going to push you in the direction that you've always meant to be. And I just really feel like that's the same energy that you're putting out there. You know, I appreciate it so much. Oh my goodness. Same, um, same. Right back at you. Going, yeah. and going back into that <laughs> community. Um, it's so mm -hmm. true because we all want to have a sense of community or a sense of belonging. And especially when we're going through, you know, tough times, we all have been through like that negative self-talk. So it's nice to yeah. know that, oh, oh, you've been through it too. Oh, you've been through. Oh, and this is what I did to overcome it. Oh, you did? I'm going to try that. And just like we're, you know, highly suggesting everyone listening, wake up early when you try it and you're like, oh, that worked. You know, thanks for sharing. So that community, I feel like is so important um, mm -hmm. for a more positive lifestyle. So. Yeah. And it's like hearing it from you. It's like. There's people out there that will listen to this podcast mm -hmm. and your message will just be like, wow, you know, that's what I need to do. And that's why I love interviewing 
just all kinds of different types of people and knowing lots of different types of people, you know, because to me, it's like, yeah, I feel the same way about the morning as you do, but the way you just said it, someone might be going, well, dang, Tiffany has a point. (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) You know, have you ever been in that situation sidebar where you're, because you, I know you have, where (laughs) you've been telling your kids something a million times and then some other person tells them the same thing and you're like, Really? Wow, that sounds really profound. You're thinking, wow. I've been saying this all your life. <laughs> like that sounds like a really profound you should definitely follow that. <laughs> thinking, oh wow. <laughs> that with the kids and my husband. I'm like, I'm telling him the same thing over and over. Oh, he yeah. reads it in a book. Oh, this idea. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. That I read that same book. You know, the reason that rings true is your subconscious has been hearing it for the last three months. <laughs> And now you read it somewhere else. Okay. (laughs) It is. But let's laugh about it, not get better, right? (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) Laugh it off. (laughs) Yeah. I I tell people, like, with my counseling, like, when I tell parents, I'm all, hey, let me, I call them usually. I'm like, look, let me come alongside you. You know, what's some stuff I can tell them? Maybe I can tell them it differently and they'll hear it different. You know, uh, let me help you out. I love that. I love that. You know, and they're usually surprised. They're like, well, actually, we've been going through this or that. And I'm like, well, cool. Talk to me about yeah. it, you know, because I'm going to have your child sitting in front of me. I might as well. And they're going to be all, they're going to be all ears. So might as well. Usually they are. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good point. Well, this has been so wonderful. I, I also didn't get you, the, uh, give you the opportunity to talk about the podcast. And since we are a part of the podcasting community, um, I really believe in sharing, um, you know, sharing listeners and so tell me about the podcast well I am a co-host um at love mommy podcast and my co-host you guys are going to have a season two right well we just completed season season two so hopefully we have a season three you said one yeah okay um so nonetheless everyone should go get caught up yes hopefully um and Natasha Bailey is my lovely co-host um an amazing mom just oh my gosh her resilience and her determination to be the best mother is so amazing to watch and see and to actually like know so um but it it was her podcast originally she started it and it was supposed to be just a letter of endearment to mothers which is why it's love mommy and the concept of that when she came and offered me to a spot or a seat at her table I just was like oh my gosh I love this concept I I'm a mom we talk about all things motherhood heck yes I will definitely be your co-host so you can listen to all season one and now season two, we just wrapped it up with um, the last interview with my mom, which she with wrapped your up. mom, so sweet. Yeah. And I love that too, so because sweet. she concluded season one interviewing her mom. So I just, Aww. yeah, I, I love it. But we're at, yeah, Love Mommy Podcast. Yeah, Natasha was on a few mm-hmm. weeks back and it's, it was a really great episode mm-hmm. because, you know, she did touch on a lot of things and I thought it was great that, I love it that she was bold enough to talk about even some stuff culturally mm-hmm. that she feels that she's dealt with oh, yeah. um, outside of, you know, and I remember you, you probably heard that. And, mm-hmm. um, and I just think that that's another reason why we all need to reach out and just um, listen, mm-hmm. you know, because that was so, that was so helpful to me because, you know, I mean, I'm working with all different types of kids and I needed to be reminded that, that there's just these different, Background. when they sit in front of me. And they have me telling them blah, blah, blah. They're not going to really listen. There, there are, but they're not, you know, because they have a lot of reprogramming to do if they're going to accept something like that. And I thought it was really amazing 
that, Natasha, and I'm sure that you do the same thing, that you guys are a voice mm-hmm. of maybe some different some different ways of looking at things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it could be the first time that some women ever hear that message, mm-hmm. you know, especially from someone who possibly, you know, Hey, that, that woman looks like me. I know she knows what I know. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's so, so important, but I was thinking with um, Natasha and I'm specifically, if you guys haven't heard that episode I'm talking about, we talked a lot about spanking mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and culturally all the different uh, ways that we look at it. But I thought, religiously it's also something i come up with the god just as a christian mm-hmm. you know because you know spoil the uh, spare the rod spoil the child you know spanking uh not spanking this type of thing and i just feel like the bottom line of what we we want to do is is approach our parenthood with love mm-hmm. you know and if we can approach our parenthood from a place of love then and not fear and not preconceived notions or the way that we were raised or what we were told was right, but really love from our heart. It, you know, it really, it, it, if, I don't know. It's, I think it's what I, I feel like it really rings true with mm-hmm. everyone I talk to. Oh yeah. I definitely agree with that. And it is important to have these conversations with people who, whether they have the same viewpoint as you or the opposite, you know, viewpoint, it's important because then, like you said, it opens your mind into understanding, especially when like, Obviously, you were talking about cultural differences and how, right. you know, each culture handles discipline. So it helps you understand like, oh, now I understand my friend that comes from that culture and it draws you closer Absolutely. together. So, oh, it, it's it's necessary. It's not a thing that's good. It's necessary, I believe. Agreed. Yeah, I totally agree. And the fact that... Um, you know, that's, it was so important even for me to be able to speak to Stephanie yesterday because I was just digging in on some of the stuff that she mm-hmm. has brought up with, you know, and she brought, she talked a lot about the Latina feeling that she got in her home is something that I can still identify with, but not on the no. level that she can, mm-hmm. you know, because there's certain cultural things. So I just think it's beautiful. And I, I'm, I'm so thankful that we can have conversations mm-hmm. like this, yes. you yes. know, and anybody listening, break the, if you, whether you, you know, meet new people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talk to new people, mm-hmm. be out there and don't worry about all of these, you know, preconceived notions about people. I mean, I could pass you on the street 10 times and not know that we could have a wonderful conversation like this, mm-hmm. you know, so get out, smile at people, talk to them and, and be willing because it's important. And I think most importantly, in order to do those things, you have to have an open mind, you know, you have to be open to having the conversation and really open to understanding that when we have this conversation, especially if it's on opposite viewpoints, we're going to disagree and that's okay. You know, the the goal here to have these conversations is to get a better understanding of different people. So you can't have that understanding if you are not open-minded. So that is very important. And then lo and behold, sometimes we do have things and yeah, you know, sometimes you're like, wait a minute, you look at that exactly like I do. You know? yes. Right. And then you become Which people heard here. Yes. You become like internet besties. <laughs> right. Internet besties. I like it. Well, I am going to let you go. It's been just about 30 minutes or so. So we have the time flew. It felt like 10 minutes, I love it. but uh, I hope, <laughs> hope everything works out with you at the mechanic, my car too. Both of our cars are getting Thanks. their appointment. <laughs> So, and uh, thank you so much. I know that we'll keep in touch. I know that I'm going to be uh, 
reaching out and just chatting here and there, yeah. but just thanks for giving me this time right now. Oh, it's goodness. been wonderful. You're so welcome. Thank you for reaching out yourself. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Uh, all right. All right. Bye. bye. That conversation, I enjoyed it so much. Tiffany, she's amazing. You guys need to look her up on Instagram. You're going to find her under the tag self-care queen. Uh, yeah, and I would say she definitely is. You'll see the pink and all of the amazing content that she puts out. I'm so glad you guys tuned in today. And I didn't even get much of a chance to shout out for our sponsors, the Big Life, Big Life Journal. You can find the link for that on my website, thefocusedmindset.com. And I have some amazing things over there right now. I have a special link for my um, early release book group that's going to just be a part of it. I'm going to send out some early chapters. You're going to give me some opinions. I value your opinion as my listener. So don't forget to hop over there, thefocusedmindset.com. Don't forget to have an amazing day. And until next week, keep in touch and take care. <laughs>